welcome to episode 94 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter and Instagram, at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the delicious and cute snacks for summer at Tokyo Disneyland and buying all the souvenir plates that I said I wasn't going to buy, but I bought them anyway because I'm a sucker. They're so useful, though. <laughs> They're so cute. They're all Chip and Dale. Oh, my oh, goodness. You have to have them. I know. And you can also find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram. I actually changed my name this past week. What? <gasps> I know. I changed my name. Am I not following you, then? No, no, no. You are. You are. It just... <gasps> Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. You're still following me. Um, <laughs> but I changed my name to something a little more, I don't know, professional, I guess. Um, it is at Explorer Nelge. So Explorer, N-I-L-G-H-E. And that's both on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm talking more about just, you know, gen- general stuff in Japan. Just, you know, life in general here. So... That's where you can find me if you want to follow me personally on social media. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm out there taking pictures at the park, drinking rum with pirates, and drinking energy drinks to make up for getting so tired. Um, you can um, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove. Um, and like Chris, my Instagram is more casual. My Twitter is all Disney stuff. So check that out. Um, but something else you should check out, you guys, and it really, really, really helps us a lot so much, is Patreon. Chris, what's up with Patreon? Oh, Patreon. Love Patreon. <laughs> we love uh, you well, guys. First, you guys make yeah. everything possible. So first off, we want to thank all um, everyone who's already contribu- contributing on Patreon. You explorers are awesome, and you make this all possible. Um, so Patreon, um, if you want to pledge on there, um, we have a link in the show notes. And you can also go to patreon.com slash TDR now. And if you pledge a certain amount of money, we got some perks that you'll also enjoy um, for $5 a month, which is one of our most popular ones. Um, you get access to our bonus ep- or sorry, you get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who doesn't love early access? And for $5 a month, that's less than less than a coffee a month. Like it's nothing. Or if you want to get access to our bonus episodes, and these are only for Patreon subscribers, if you are pledging $15 or more. And once a month, Patricia and I will talk about a certain topic and it'll be uncensored and unfiltered. And we just we just talk. We just talk about stuff. And it's usually related to Disney parks or 
you know, in some way, shape, or form. And also, we do have our new goal for Patreon. If we make it up to $500 a month, we will do an extra 30-minute episode for everybody. So this will go out to anyone who listens to the podcast. And we will do basically a 30-minute Q&A session where we'll take bring in questions because we get a lot of questions now. So it's, you know, it's, we, we have this big backlog of questions. <laughs> so we will answer a whole bunch of them on this 30 minute episode and we'll discuss it. So if you guys want to see that happen, make sure you pledge on Patreon because we are halfway there. And again, thank you so, so much. And again, that is patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. So, what are we talking about this episode, Patricia? Um, you know, the usual. We've got our crowd forecast. We've got a lot of news, actually. Um, we're talking about the Disney Natsu Matsuri, which means Disney Summer Festival at Tokyo Disneyland. We've got our park tip and, of course, our listener question. Ooh. I know. So let's start off with the news. Okay. We're going to cover this in a, in a full episode in the next uh, couple episodes. Actually, our actually our next episode, we're going to cover this, but I'll go over this very quickly. We know pretty much everything we need to know for D23 Expo Japan 2018. We finally have ticket information and details as to what's going on. So that's exciting. <laughs> it's super duper is. So uh, really quick, D23 Expo Japan 2018. I always have to look up the name because I always want to like switch it. I want to say D23 Japan Expo, mm-hmm. but it's actually D23 Expo Japan. <laughs> anyway, small detail, minor detail. Um, it is three days in which is happening in February. So February 10th, 11th, and 12th. So we have three full days and there are um, presentations happening. So there's stuff on Lucas Films and Marvel Studios. Um, there's a special presentation for the Tokyo Disney Resort 35th anniversary. That's exciting. Um, there's stuff from Walt Disney Studios and another session that's covering Disney Parks Magic. And we don't know exactly what it's covering, but, you know, it's going to be park related, of course. And then there's uh, stuff on the secret of Disney dubbing. And of course, the, one of the most important things is there's limited merchandise. They have a bunch of stores and we're going to have different types of merchandise and making a return is the Samantha Thavasa group shop, which was very popular in 2015. Wasn't it? Yeah. And they used to have like a lot of goods at the, <laughs> ironically enough, the D 24 shop, the Disney C shop at Disney C when they, it used to be open. Um, so they've always had a really good relationship with Disney. And even in their, their stores, in the department stores, they'll often have Disney-themed goods. Ooh. So I know a lot of people are going to be very excited for that. That's, that's cool. Um, and there's also a special Alan Menken special concert that is going to be happening as well. And from what I read... Uh, this is a concert that he's putting together just for this expo. So you're, there's going to be no other place to see it. So that's that's actually pretty awesome. That's really nice. <laughs> that's so cool. And then there's um, there's 
like little presentations on uh, Kingdom Hearts three, and also uh, Tsum Tsum and um, you know stuff that's uh, video game related. Uh, and we, we're also going to have special exhibitions, and some of these are going to be things from the Disney archives that are going to be shown for the first time in Japan. So we don't know exactly what they are yet, but so that's exciting that it's going to be the first time it's in Japan. So I'm guessing it's probably sh- been shown at the other you know D23 Expo in Anaheim. I'm guessing. Could Who be. knows? Yeah. Um, and then for ticket information uh, for tickets, um, I'm not going to go over the full thing. We'll do that in the next episode. But if you're looking to get tickets, um, it's done via lottery, which is very common in Japan for big events. Um, that way, it just kind of gives everyone's you know this even playing field for chance to get tickets. Uh, they have different tiers of tickets. Um, they have one like the the e ticket three day uh, gives you access to everything, um, all the presentations. You get access to all the shops, and you also get access to a VIP lounge. It's going to set you back about a thousand dollars US. Ah. Not not cheap. It's not cheap. Is that um, all? Um, But then there's, you know, cheaper options. There's the C-Ticket, which is about $170 US, uh, which is all three days. And you get one one special, uh, like, show a day because they um, show three per day. So with this ticket, you you have to pick one per day to see. Um, And then it just kind of goes down from there. Uh, So there's, like, a one-day, one-stage pass. Um, and then there's also the tickets that include the Alan Menken concert as well. And then there's also, if you don't want to, you know, spend that much money, there's also an A ticket, which is the lowest ticket. And it's about $31 US. And that gets you access just to the exhibitions and shops only. So if you don't want to see any of the presentations um, or anything like that, just you just want to spend money. Well, there's also a ticket for you uh, we have information on our website already that explains this in more detail so if you just go to tdrexplorer.com and it's on it'll be on the front page and we have it all listed there in english for you uh, so just make sure you read that uh before you book anything so just make sure you you read through all of that oh that was a lot <laughs> uh what else what else we got here uh there's the we're there's another run event happening at Disney, Disneyland this time. Yeah, it looks like Disneyland. So, you know how they always tell you, "Don't run." Now you can run <laughs> for a price. For a price, yes. <laughs> but that's you know always kind of cool to go into the parks before it's open and do something different, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this is it's called the Disney Halloween Fun and Run. And this is happening on October 9th, which is a Monday. And the run is happening between 6.30 a.m. and 8.40 a.m. And it's limited to 500 people. And registrations have opened already. They opened on July 20th and up until August 6th. Um, This is for just for Tokyo Disneyland. And the price is... Uh, well, it's 10,800 yen, which is about, I want to say about $90 US uh, per person. Yeah. And it, and this is a two kilometer run within Disneyland. So it's not, you know, it's not a big marathon or anything. It's, it's just meant for fun for families. 
And if you participate, you get a little medal and you also get a commemorative towel as well. Um, but yeah, uh, registration is open and the only thing is it's only in Japanese. So yeah, um, you'll probably have to um, ask someone who could read Japanese to help you out with that. And I will put a link in the show notes to that, um, to the uh, sign up for you. And so I think I think that's really it for news, right? Uh, there's kind of like uh, one more like kind of oh, interesting thing. Um, I forgot to mention it earlier. I'm so sorry. I just thought of it now. Uh, so at Disneyland, you know the, the little like game that they had where you spin the wheel and you can win a prize. Like, and there's like three prizes. There's like the cushion and the fan and the towel. Yeah. Well, the line was so out of control that a few days after they had started doing it, they introduced um, like a like a fast pass system where you can just return at a certain time, so that you don't have to stand in line all that time. <laughs> did you see that? I did. Yeah, How yeah, yeah. I did see that? that. That's yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Tokyo Disneyland for you. As soon as you introduce anything with like limited merchandise and make it that you have to do a certain thing to get it, people just go crazy for it. At least they made it easy, you know, easier for the people, um, the guests at the park, which is really nice, you know? Well, especially in that summer heat, you don't want people standing outside for hours. Exactly. In the sun. Because that, that area is right in, right, like, right in the uh, hub area, and there's nothing to protect you from the sun. You're out in the open. Seriously. <laughs> so, well, good on them for for implementing that, I guess. Yeah. That's good. Okay, now crowd forecast. Crowd forecast. So we get our crowd forecast information from TDR Navi. Navi? TDR Navi. <laughs> TDRnavi.jp, where they have crowd forecast information for up to six months in advance. And the best thing is they have it available in English. So make sure you check it out if you're planning your trip, just so you can get an idea of how busy or not busy it's going to be when you visit. So this is for the week of July 31st into the first week of August uh, 2017. So the parks are going to start getting much busier now. Kids are out of school and yeah. it's good. and we're going to be going into Obon, I think, in the second week of August. Yeah, different places do it at different times. But yeah, that's the the most crowded time, I would say. Yeah, so um, this is when summer starts to hit its peak. It's going to be pretty busy for the end of July and for all of August. It's going to be busy. Um, And by that, I mean it's going to be about 60, 60, 70 out of 100 predicted uh, during the weekdays which is pretty busy for weekdays. Weekdays are usually between 30 and 40. Yeah. So 60, 70 is pretty high for a weekday. Um, and then it's just going to be very busy on the weekends. Um, so as we say, it's you know usually you know between 80, 90 on weekends. Like just on a normal weekend, that's usually where it is. This is going to be 90 plus and on the weekends. I would say expect fluctuations in um the attractions that people ride those patterns they kind of change when a lot of kids and students are in the parks um so you'll you'll see like really weird stuff like sometimes twenty thousand leagues under the sea becomes higher 
than uh, like, let's say, Indiana Jones or something like that. It's really, really bizarre. So um, kind of check out the, the TDR uh, Explore wait times app to kind of get an idea of what those wait times are around that time. Kind of like start checking it out ahead of time because it does do some weird stuff like when everybody's on vacation. Yeah, that's very true, especially when there's uh, people with, like, a lot of families. Exactly, yeah. A lot of families, yeah. So a lot of the family attractions kind of shoot up in wait times. Mm-hmm. And most of the kids, like, you know, a, a lot of the teenagers may be waiting for those summer shows. Because, yeah. you know, that's, that is the cool thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. That was... Ugh. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of cool, um, what have you done in the parks? Oh man, this week. I, I I heard. I heard. I heard through the grapevine. You were at Disney Sea the entire time. I was. I I need to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Is that I? I love the Disney Sea event. I love everything about it. I love the cohesiveness of it. You know what I mean? Like. Like, for example, we're out and it's just like it's just going out and, and enjoying the day, you know. But my son and I went out ahead of time because my husband was a lazy butt and he wanted to sleep in. So I was like, OK, fine. So kiddo and I went to see the water show first thing so we could get a spot. And we watched um, from the Zambini area, which is on the rightmost side. Uh, we got really wet. It was a blast. We got Sea Rider tickets. I sacrificed my Sea Rider ride to let my husband ride. Um, we, um, but to give you an idea of like just how everything kind of works together, we finished the pirate show. We're out, like just eating, eating. Sorry, you can't say that on the show, but like just wasting time and um, taking pictures in the photo spots. And so at one point, my son is in the stocks, and pirates walk by, and they're like, "Hey." You need any help getting out of there? You look like you're in trouble. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, and then uh, we, we get to the other photo stop, photo stop and um, they make their rounds. And by the time we make it to the place, uh, my son is in the jail with the dog reaching for the key with his gun. And um, and they're like, you again. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, no, no. And he walks out of the jail and they're like, oh, my God, he escaped, you know. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> just interacting with the atmosphere people was a blast. I mean, just that alone was like it was great. You know, we laughed so much, you know. Another thing that we did was we went to the restaurants, the Miguel's Cantina in Lost River Delta um, because they have this um, this music show that they do, this music atmosphere show. So, like, they're so tight-lipped about it. I'm like, okay. they We asked. They're not doing it on the second floor. Okay, so we go to the main floor, and I'm like, okay, look, cast member guy. If we sit outside, can we see the show? And the guy's like, we can't tell you the times. And I'm like, I know that. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> you know? I'm like, where do they do the show? And he's like, inside. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, I got it. And he's like, but it's really crowded. I'm like, no, no, I know. That's okay. <laughs> we we miraculously got a table by complete chance. And at one point, like before the show actually starts, like one way that you know that the show is kind of going to start getting started, um, cast will start going up to tables that are not completely full, like, like the booth tables that only have two people. And they'll ask, hey, can these people sit at the table because there's only two of you and it seats four and people are like, sure, whatever. So that kind of gives you a hint that that's coming. 
um, if you see a cast member that's like the show cast member, it looks like kind of like the uh, guest control cast member outfit with the vest. Um, those are for the the characters and like the performers. So if you see them kind of checking things out, making sure everything's clear for the performers or like telling people don't put your bags in the floor or whatever, then um, you'll kind of know the show is coming, but they won't give you an exact time. So um, you just have to by chance catch it. Um, and but it is so worth it. Um, it's such a blast. Like my husband is so serious a lot of the times. And even he had like this big smile like during there's like a drinking song there's like a pirate drinking song where you raise your glass and you do cheers like i don't know how many times during the song and even my husband had like this huge smile on his face and he hasn't you know he hasn't really been happy with a lot of stuff in the parks but i think he really enjoyed himself um at this event you know and it was just it was just super fun i love that (laughs) don't you love it i mean just everything about it is is great um what about you what were you up to (laughs) Um, I was more, I guess, more in work mode, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, I guess, if, if, if you want to call it that, um, I mosey on over to Disneyland cause I wanted to take in everything Disney, Natsumatsuri. Um, I wanted to take all that in, um, ended up getting completely drenched in the Sansui summer beach show. <laughs> Uh, which which we'll, uh, we'll talk about more in a, in a, in a, in a moment. Um, one thing I didn't really expect to do was I ended up buying two souvenir plates or like souvenir things that come with uh, like some of the uh, desserts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I because I, yeah, you know me, I'm a big Chip and Dale fan, and this summer you know. It, it feels like they made the merchandise for me. <laughs> I, I really, it really does. Um, so I ended up buying the banana plate that has Chippendale on it. I have no use for it whatsoever, but I had to have it. So I got it and I had the uh, chocolate banana cake, which is really tasty, by the way. Very light, uh, very nice, light dessert. Uh, it was a little... Um, like it, the flavors, like the banana flavor, wasn't very, he- like not not heavy. It wasn't very. I don't know. It felt very faint. I guess mm-hmm. it just tasted more like just sugar. Yeah. Than banana, which I was like, oh, I kind of wish there was more banana taste to it. But it, it, again, it kind of goes back to the whole, you know, Japanese love their very subtle flavors. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm having like a, a banana banana dessert that says chocolate banana, it's like I want to taste the banana. Yeah, that's what I want. I I don't want to taste just chocolate and sugar. I want some banana in there. But anyway, the dessert was fine. The souvenir plate was better. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, and then I also got the shaved ice. What flavor? Um, the matcha and azuki bean. Oh, that's the, so good. Uh, um, azuki is the sweet red bean, which is used in a lot of Japanese desserts. And it also comes with a little mochi, the little green alien mochi on the top. Um, that's like, that's also made for you. I swear. It's so, it's, <laughs> it's so refreshing. Like, yes, you're paying quite a bit just for some frozen water with some syrup on it. It's so yeah. much more than that, though. 
yeah, it's just like this one. Like to me, it's like this is like everything. Mm-hmm. It it has like it looks pretty. It looks fun. It tastes good. It's refreshing, and it has a mochi on top. How could you not love the mochi? And then and then then to to round it all off, if you get the souvenir cup, the souvenir cup is super cute this year. It is. It has Chip and Dale on it. Like enough said. It has Chip and Dale <laughs> on it. I'm sold. Completely sold. So I got that. Oh, it was so good. Oh, I loved it. Um, but I was also I was there with some friends. Um, two of my well, two. I was there with four friends. No, sorry, three friends. Jeez, <laughs> I don't even know how many friends I have. Um, I was there with uh, three other friends, and two of which are photographers. Um, uh, well, and both of them are Japanese, so they're very serious about their photography. Um, so. I just followed their lead. And for once, I didn't have to lead, which was kind of nice. They told me exactly where to go. Like, okay, we're going to stand here for the show. Like, for the Summer Beat show, we're going to stand here so we can get pictures of these characters here. And then we're going to stand here for Once Upon a Time so we can get pictures of this. Then we're going to stand here for uh, the Electrical Parade. Uh, For the Electrical Parade, we actually stood right in front of uh, Tomorrowland Terrace. So like if you if you um, go yeah. inside, like go inside and then come out the one um, exit that goes onto the street, mm-hmm. um, that looks onto the bridge into Tomorrowland. Yeah. If you go there, because um, just before the show, it's going to be all blocked off, and the only way to get to it is if you walk through the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So there's not as many people there, just before the show starts. And then, you know, like once once the show starts, then there's going to be a lot of people there because people notice it and everything. But beforehand, not a lot of people go there. So you can get a really good spot pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And we had standing spots and we had like no one in front of us. Like everyone was sitting down in front of us. We had like this perfect view and they got like beautiful photos and everything. It was really nice. Where did you watch for the, the summer show, the day show? Um, well, the first one we watched <laughs> right from the uh, Splash Zone. Right, right. Like, like, right, right, like, dead center in the middle. We got completely drenched head to toe. Was it easy to get in? Like, was there was there a wait, or did you have to go really early? Or, um, my one friend, she she was there right at uh, rope drop, mm-hmm. so she got us like you know the the prime spot. Right. But when like I showed up maybe fifteen minutes later, mm-hmm. and there was still tons of space left so it wasn't like you had to get there like super super early like what's the latest you could possibly get there and still get a seat uh i would say maybe like 15 20 minutes ahead of time oh wow that's great yeah so it's not it's not it's not that bad not that bad um and what else did we do um well we ate at grandma sarah's uh that's where i had the special summer set which is Grandma Harris is always good. It is. It's always it's always good, and it's good value for your money too. Like for fifteen hundred yen, which is about four thirteen fourteen dollars US, mm-hmm. you get a lot of food. As we've said many times on this podcast, um, you can basically feed two people with that if you if you really wanted to. Like if you have two people that don't eat a lot, you can easily share that and be full. Uh, with this one, we got um, like a, a cold corn soup, which is actually quite nice. Um, I don't usually eat cold soup, but cold corn soup in the middle of summer is really lovely. 
Um, and it came with this coconut um, dessert, like coconut cake. Oh, that's so yummy. Which was better than the banana cake. It had more coconut in it? <laughs> it did. It it tasted proper, I guess. Like <laughs> there, There's a lot of coconut flavor in it, so it didn't disappoint. Um, and then it uh, comes with like this uh, minced beef and um, summer vegetables. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, summer vegetables. And then there's uh, the omelet and then on the rice and everything. Um, And then, uh, of course, it comes with a drink as well. So there's a lot of food for what you're paying. Awesome. And and overall, like, because this was in the middle of the week, right? Um, The wait times were not that bad. We we pretty much, we did all the rides without even trying. Okay, so you made it before the summer rush. Yeah, like, this was, like, the low dip. Like, oh. the longest wait we saw, like, Splash Mountain was up to 70 minutes, but Splash Mountain always gets really high. Yeah, and for Splash anyway. Mountain, that's not terrible, right? Yeah, 70 minutes is not terrible. Um, we saw Big Thunder at maybe 60 minutes most of the day, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time it got down to, like, maybe 30. Ooh, wow. And a lot of Fast Passes were... They're right, right until, like, late afternoon. Except for, like, Pooh's Honey Hunt. That was done maybe around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. That or just right. after. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's not too bad. And same with uh, Monsters, Inc. That was about lunchtime when it runs out. And just to give uh, people kind of point of reference, like, on a busy day, Pooh's Honey Hunt and Monsters, Inc., like, within the first hour of the park being open, the Fast Passes will be gone. So for them to last into the afternoon, that means it's pretty slow, you know, compared like, you know, comparing to um, busy times at the park. So it was it was nice. And it was it was a hot day. It was probably about what was it like 33 degrees or something yesterday. Yeah. So it, it it's hot, you know, but it's not as hot as it's going to get. It's going to get hotter as the summer goes on. But you're starting to feel it now, you know, it's starting to get very humid uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. And it's just going to get worse. And then we're going to hit the peak and it's going to be like 35, 36 most days with like 80 to 90% humidity. It's going to be kind of miserable. It's getting to the point where we have to use air conditioning in the house during the day. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's getting there. So it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> but when you go outside, it's actually not that bad, especially here because there's a nice breeze a lot of the time, which helps. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh! So yesterday, what? was that uh, when we had the crazy hailstorm? No, the day before. Oh my! Because I could not imagine if you were at the parks and that started. Like people's windows got broken. Really? Did you see that? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. How crazy is that? And it was so short, but it was like it was intense. So we had like this <laughs> crazy, um, like squall that came out of nowhere. And uh, in Tokyo, in the city, and there was this massive amount of hail, like everything was disrupted. Some people had their windows broken. It was it was just really bizarre. Like it does not usually do that here. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, Well, since we're kind of talking about the summer stuff anyway, um, let's kind of like move into the Disney Matsumatsuri stuff at Tokyo Disneyland. Let's jump in. Yeah. Yeah, so Disney Natsu Matsuri. Natsu means summer, and Matsuri means festival. So if you want to translate, it's Disney Summer Festival. Easy enough, right? Um, and just like uh, you know, the last 
I don't know how many, however many years we've been doing this now. Um, it's themed to a traditional Japanese summer festival. So there's a lot of this um, Japanese um, um, as, um, aesthetic throughout the park. It's like in the um, World Bazaar and also in the, the hub area. You have these like, you know, traditional looking Japanese summer festival booths and things like that, which is actually quite lovely. Um, although like, so like one thing to note, so normally during our like uh, special events, you know, the, uh, uh, Mickey flower bed mm-hmm. at the, at, at the entrance, it's usually like, you know, covered up with like some display of some sort. Right. Yeah. But for summer, they don't touch it, which is actually quite nice. I think it's, it's nice just to see, you know, Mickey in, you know, his, uh, floral arrangement instead of having like all these like you know decorations all over it yeah that's true which i think is you know it's it kind of it kind of makes it sound a little spoiled in a way it's like oh there's always special stuff it's nice when it's not for once no but like they still have the decorations it's just like in a different place so yeah so um in the world bazaar right in the middle there's mickey in this he's kind of raised up on this platform and he's like playing a taiko drum or like he, he looks like he's playing a taiko drum. Mm-hmm. And then along the bottom are all the brooms that are from Fantasia. Mm-hmm. And they're all dressed like they have the uh, bandanas on, they have the um, jimbe on, which is, you know, the light, um, the uh, light uh, summer kimono for guys. And they have like the fans and stuff. And it's like, it's really cute. I like the the nighttime show that they do with that. Like not yeah. show, but like the lighting and music. It's yeah, that fantastic. It's and it, it and it's so Japanese, you know. Like because it has the uh, uh, what I don't know. I don't know what the uh, instrument's called, but it's like that that flute, mm-hmm. that that wooden flute sound, that very like high pitched flute sound. So they have like these like traditional Jap or sorry, uh, classic Disney songs. And they have them like rearranged to sound like a traditional Japanese like sound, which I actually think is really awesome. It really adds to the atmosphere. Oh yeah, because like like as soon as I hear that 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 flute, like you know the the very high pitched flute, it just it just like reminds me of summer, right? Because you know that's that's usually when you hear it, right? Yeah, at the festivals so I think, and everything. So I think like. They they like really like nailed it in terms of the whole Japanese festival theming mm-hmm. when they did this. Yeah. Um, and then in the hub area, they have like these um, little stands. Yeah, the, um, the little food stalls, right? Yeah. So like for Japanese festivals, they have like the you know these little food stalls and everything set up, and they have like the little banners on it saying like uh, what they're serving or whatever. Um, on the one side, they have the um, they have the milk ice dessert, which is not bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had those yet? I have not had it yet. I I really oh. spent most of my time at Disney Sea. <laughs> like the one time I went to Disneyland was for the electric the new electrical parade. Oh right, yeah. Well, I was there. You and I were there together. Yeah. Um, yeah, like these they're they're called milk ice, but they're basically dipping dots. Sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, so come in like this nice little colorful packaging. Um, and then at the other booth is this traditional Japanese like drink that 
people drink in the summer, which is called um, Ramune, which is like this blue soda. And it comes like in this like, you know, very um, thin, tall bottle and has like a little marble in the top that you like use to open it up. Like it's kind of hard to explain. And like the marble will, will like shake inside the drink and everything. So it's like one of those very Japanese things to do. The funny thing um, is, like, with the Ramune, my son, by the way, is obsessed with getting Ramune at Disney. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> but the funny thing is that, you know how, like, at the festivals, everything is kind of overpriced anyway? Mm-hmm. It makes the Disney price not seem so bad. That's true. Right? Am I right? You know, it's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like, huh, okay, fine. Get your Ramune. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think it's only like 200 yen or something. Like, it's not... It's not bad. It's actually comparable to the festival. I think that's the same price as at the festivals. Until the end of the night where it might go down a little bit. But, like, pretty much. I mean, you're not going to buy it at the end of the night, so... No. Um, and then um, in 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 the same hub area is um, the, like... It's not a lottery. What... Uh, we uh, uh, we were just talking about it earlier in the show. It's called like a gara gara game, but like so basically, <sighs> it's one of those wheels that you spin and a ball comes out, like a different color ball, and depending on the color of the ball, it determines what prize you win. Oh yeah, yeah, gara gara. <laughs> I don't know what it's called and in English. It's the spinning <laughs> spinning lottery game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's not really an English word like gara gara is like. Um, it's basically the uh, sound that it makes, yeah. like when when we're spinning it, like this big wooden wheel, and you can hear the like the like the uh, all the uh, balls in there are like rolling around. So it's like gotta 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 gotta. <laughs> so it's kind of like kind of that that sound, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, what is it? Five hundred yen to do a spin, I believe. It's like nothing, man. Yeah, it's it's a really good deal, actually. Yeah, it's 500 yen. I, I pulled up the uh, Today Guide that you should always grab when you go into the park and watch our video on YouTube mm-hmm. because I have that on there explaining the Today Guide. Um, yeah, it's 500 yen. And depending on the colored ball that you get, there's this, oh my goodness, this cushion with Chip and Dale on a candied apple. How many times Chip have you played, Chris? I haven't played yet because the line is always so long. You don't have to wait in line anymore. <laughs> I know. I need to go back. Um, <laughs> and then there's also a long towel. Yeah. That you can win, which again, Chip and Dale themed, or you can win this fan, um, which looks like a big thing of cotton candy. Yeah. And somehow three chipmunks got stuck in it. <laughs> you got Chip, Dale, and Clarice, and they're kind of like sticking their heads out of the cotton candy. Like, if you think about it in real life, it's a little scary. It's like a little bit of a health hazard, but as merchandise, it's super cute. (laughs) That's true. But apparently the chance of winning the good prizes is not that bad because I've seen people posting on Twitter that they have how many cushions and how many fans and how many towels and the ratio is not bad. So you have a pretty good chance of winning something nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then for other or for the the rest of the de- the decorations in the hub area, they have like the the big displays that they kind of have every year, mm-hmm. like on the left and right sides, and they're they're really well done. I think um, they have like these big taiko drums, and they have like Goofy, Donald, Daisy, uh, Chip and Dale, of course. Um, 
even though Chippendale are my favorite, I think the best part about the decorations is actually Clarice. Because there's um, on the right side, um, there's this big taiko drum and there's actually like props. So if you um, go there, there's like these taiko drum sticks that you can use to like play the drum and have your picture taken with it, which I think is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I love the most is so there's Mickey or sorry, uh, Minnie and Daisy. They both have these f- wooden flutes and they're you know playing them because you know they're they're elegant and everything. But Clarice is also there playing the flute, but her flute is the same size as the one that Minnie and Daisy have. So you have Clarice holding up this gigantic flute, trying to play it, and it's the cutest thing ever. It's so adorable. I love that. It's it's just it's just ridiculously cute. Oh my goodness, I want it. I just want to. I just want to take that whole display home with me. That's what I want to do. If you go to the D twenty three auction, maybe you can <gasps> bid on it or something. <laughs> um. Well, let's let's talk about the merchandise. Merchandise is out of this world. It's fantastic. I think they just like the merchandise for this. They just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I agree. They knocked it out of the park. So much so, some of the stuff has been selling out and they've been bringing it back. Like, with the first week, so last week when all the merchandise came out, they sold out of the pass cases. Did you ever get your pass case, by the way? Um, I didn't buy it yet. Darn it. Um, I was there, well, I was there yesterday and they have like a a whole bunch of them now. So they're kind of like in stock and it looks like for good now because they had tons. Um, so yeah, the first week the pa- the passes sold out the um, the case pass cases, mm-hmm. and what they look like is Chip and Dale swimming inside a little plastic bag with like other little goldfish. Because you know when you get goldfish, you you should put them in a plastic bag to take them home. Yeah. So that's kind of what it looks like. I love that design. It's adorable. I love it. Um, and the other thing they sold out of was the phone case. Mm-hmm. Which is now back as well, um, and then also the um, the uh, smartphone waterproof bag. Yeah, those sold that, out. I think both designs at both parks, and they seem to be back now, right? Yeah, those, yeah, they sold out within the first day or two, mm-hmm. and yeah, now now they're back. But they sell it with good reason because they're useful. Yeah, and they're cute. Like, so basically, if you have anything. In terms of merchandise that's useful and cute, it's going to sell out, it's basically, because people just buy the stuff up and you know with good reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's just so much merchandise, and especially for like the Chip and Dale stuff. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna, I have to like restrain myself from buying everything. <laughs> like I'm sitting there looking at this, I'm like, oh, do I need this? No. You. But do I want it? Yes. Chris, you- Kind of need all of this because you don't know when there's going to be like this much Chippendale merchandise and this cute. Like this design is one of like I think the best Chippendale designs that they've done like maybe ever. I, I think it's just the colors, the the theme of it, like that summer theme, that festival theme. It just works so well that I really think this is your chance, you know, buy all of it because you can buy use it, it later. You know, I mean, like, you don't know, you know. Maybe next summer they'll theme it to something else, you know. So, like, buy it and then you can use, like, the Chippendale stuff next summer just in case, you know. 
You're a bad influence. I am, but no, you don't understand. When it's this good, and if it's like your favorite character, I highly, highly recommend it. Oh my goodness, that's so true. Uh, there's even like, um, there's these ball pens. Yes, with the big. What? They're so big. Like yeah, like they have oversized, like Chip and Dale on them, uh-huh. but like one's like a banana, one is um, cotton candy, another one's like a candied apple. Like it's just like, <laughs> who's gonna use this? Me. Everyone, everyone <laughs> needs it. You know. Oh, so this one thing I, I'm still on. I might still buy it because I'm like, you know what? That's actually useful. Mm-hmm. Is a it's a cooling pillow. Oh, I didn't see that. So. So, you know, like, um, uh, if you go to places like uh, Seiyu mm-hmm. or Ikea or Nitori, like, during the summer here in Japan, they usually sell these, like, cooling pillows. And it's just, like, fabric that doesn't hold heat. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if it's cool in, like, um, if it's cool, it just, it, it feels nice, like, ni- nice and cool. So it's, you know, ideal to kind of sleep with. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a Chippendale one, and it's Chippendale sleeping on shaved ice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how much cuter you can get than that. Chippendale sleeping on shaved ice. And it's and useful. By that, and by that, I mean, like... Because like um, shaved ice is very popular in Japan in the summer, so like there's this there's this little cup on the bottom, and then there's like this large heap of shaved ice, and there's also like some syrup on the top, and Chip and Dale are just like resting on the top, sleeping. Oh my gosh, Chris, go tomorrow. <laughs> you need it. Oh my goodness, there's just there's just so much cute merchandise. Um, and if you guys want to like check out some of this merchandise, we have it on the website. We also have it on our YouTube channel. Um, there's a full video that goes through all this stuff. You can hear me gush about it for 10 minutes on video. If you want to hear me gush even more, it's all there. Um, I think I think we talked about this in the last podcast about the summer, uh, the pirate summer, the tropical fruit merchandise. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Um, they also have that at Disneyland as well, so that's good. Um, the thing is... The Minnie Mouse, um, what, what is she dressed up as? Watermelon. Watermelon. Because uh, they're the, also going to have yeah. a meet and greet with her dressed in a watermelon dress, I think. So <gasps> When? It, when they open the new land, no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I think you're right. But it's kind of like you want to keep that merch for when they open the greetings. So you have like, it's really Something. smart if you think about it. Because it's kind of like for the people that are getting ready for the greeting, you have your merch already. <laughs> You know, um, so that that item keeps selling out. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to a cast member, um, and because um, I was trying to find it for some friends that wanted it, and the cast member said, "No, they're sold out." And they said, "But they came in stock yesterday, but then they sold out, mm-hmm. and now they're not sure when it's going to come back." Um, so it's a very popular item. So if you're at the parks and you see it and you hesitate, don't <laughs> buy it. Cause it's probably going to sell out. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, but they do, however, still have a lot of Mickey and his pineapple outfit. He's not as popular for some reason. There's no greeting theme to that. If they added a Mickey gr- the greeting that was coming in the future where he's wearing a pineapple outfit, then that would sell out too. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. 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 So I'm pretty convinced that someone from, you know, OLC or somewhere listens to the podcast and takes ideas from the, from us. So, you know, on rainy days, how we have, uh, Mickey and Minnie come on their rainy day outfits. Yeah. How about on like super hot days that get to like thirty five plus, they come out in those outfits. Like they come out in the outfits. Yeah, they come on the little fruit outfits. That would be awesome. That'd be cute. They should do that. So ho- hopefully someone's listening. I want them to wear like the <laughs> the outfits theme to the event though. Like their well, like their I, summer well, outfits. Like if they came out like in yukata and stuff or jinbei, like for summer, I would I think people would lose it. <laughs> that's true I, I i was just thinking in terms of because you know how they do the mini the mini mouse thing where she's dressed up in her little i think was it a strawberry dress mm-hmm. where they do that uh oh, was it in the spring or something mini, yeah berry mini and and she's in critter country yeah where they do that and people just go nuts yeah I'm thinking if they did that with mickey and minnie and their like pineapple and watermelon outfits people would just like Lose their collective minds, I think. Like in Adventureland, like when they when they refurb oh like Jungle Cruise yes. or something. Yes. Oh my goodness, that, that would work. that would that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Enough, enough about the merchandise. We're getting we're getting sidetracked here. Um, let's talk about the food really quick. Okay. So we kind of talked about the milk ice. Um, for whatever reason, they call it milk ice in Japanese, so it's just milk ice. It's basically just kind of like Dippin' Dots, in a way. Uh, we already talked about the uh, ramene and the Chippendale souvenir plates. Uh, there's the banana uh, little plate. There's also a little cup um, that comes with, uh, if you get the dessert, it's like this little apple, frozen apple dessert. I love that. That design. Uh, I haven't amazing. had it yet. I need to have that still. I still need to have that. Um, and there's also... So I'm not usually a big fan of the food that they have at the refreshment corner. I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's whatever. But their seasonal hot dogs are actually always pretty good. That's true. Yeah. Um, I had theirs this summer and it had... Um, it was like curry flavored. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. I can I was see like, that. I was like... I was surprised. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. And it's and, a good value, um, too. Yeah, it's like just like 900 yen or just under 900 yen. Yeah. And it comes with fries and a drink. Mm-hmm. That's ridic- For Disneyland, so, that's ridiculous. That's pretty cheap. And it's one of the few places where you can actually get Coke Zero oh, in the park. Because, um, yeah, there's um, a lot of the restaurants don't all have Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the few that actually carries it. Okay. Um, and then yeah, we talked about the Grandma Sarah set, um, and like uh, so that like the ice cream bars and the Mickey and Minnie ice bars. Those are not um, like they're not tied to the summer event. They're just tied to summer mm-hmm. in general. But those are always so good. They always are. You know, they're fantastic. They're so good. And they're so cute. So cute, and they're easy to get. Like they're everywhere. Like there's food carts all over the park. Like you can barely walk ten feet without running into one. 
Um, and, and besides, the only, uh-huh. I was going to say, the only thing that sucks about them is if it's too hot, they melt very, very oh. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have kids. Never buy them the ice cream bar because that will get all over them, all over their hands and their faces and everything. And then they're sticky. And no matter how many of those wet tissues you have, you can never like clean it fast enough. And it takes them for kids. Kids are terrible at eating ice cream. It takes them forever to eat it. And it's like, no, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your kids. Get them the shaved ice in a cup. Okay, guys. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Getting the shaved ice in the cup, because yeah, because it just melts all the way to the like into the cup, and you're good. Yeah. You don't get it everywhere. Then they can drink it or whatever, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so true. Well, I like I'm terrible at eating the ice bars. <laughs> I start eating it and it starts dripping all over my hand and everything. I'm like, oh my, I feel like I'm two years old and I don't know how to eat anything. That's how I feel when I'm having those. It's so hot here, though. It's like, it's like Mission Impossible, okay? If you can finish oh. that Mickey ice bar before it becomes a sticky mess, you are, like, elite, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, so true. So true. Um... So we covered the food, merchandise, decorations, um, Can you, the summer show. You notice, like, that's the thing we left for last because it's like we don't want to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we and we kind of talked about it earlier a little bit, too, yeah. um, which is the Sansui Summer Beat, um, which is their summer show. And it's similar. Like, if you've seen this, the summer shows in, in the last few years, three or four years, it's kind of the same thing. Um, where these barges come in from both sides of Cinderella Castle and kind of do the circle around the hub. And then they take, tur- like, there's multiple barges and they take turns going in front of Cinderella Castle. And each barge has, like, a different set of characters on it. Like, one will have Mickey and Minnie, one will have Chip Dale Carice, the other one will have Donald Daisy, another one will have Goofy and Max. Um, and, of course, when they're in front of the castle, they're going to be shooting tons and tons of of water onto you and when i say tons i mean a ton like you're gonna get soaked if you're in this area but if you've been to disneyland tokyo disneyland before and you're used to the castle shows it's much less water than that though so you'll get wet but not as much as you used to (laughs) um and like for me um what i like the most about this show this year uh, because it's kind of the same as the other one. So it's kind of, you know, it's, kind of, okay. It's exactly you know, the same. Yeah, we've seen this before. But, you know, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing, especially for people who've never seen it. It's it it's it's fun to see because it's different, right? But, you know, for us that have seen it many times, we're like, okay. But what I really like this year compared to other years is the music. The music is good. Years before, like prior years, they made like this, um, like um, um, original tracks for it. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, whatever on. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But this year, what they did was they have a Sansui Summer Beat, like, theme song. But in between the theme song, they actually take um, different Disney songs and make them sound like a traditional Japanese, like, sounding song. Which I think is actually really awesome. So they do um, When You Wish Upon a Star. They also do the... um, the song from Tangled, I can't remember the name. Um, they have the song from Zootopia, Try Everything, 
which I think is like, it's this very high energy song, which it just works for the show, I think. Um, So I might actually have to buy the soundtrack because I really like it. It's very catchy. And it it was actually in my head all day today. I can see that. The soundtrack is really good. Mm -hmm. You know how they could save the show? Hmm. If they're not going to do a castle show like the show was originally supposed to be, what they could do is they could build, like, you know how we were talking about the display in the World Bazaar, where it has, like, Mickey on the elevated platform like they do for the Obon dance? They could have yeah. that, like, in the center of the hub and then have the floats go around the hub like 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 they kind of do for the show, but have have it, have it, like... Did you ever see Blazing Rhythms? Mm-mm. So it was a show that was basically like a summer show, and they had um, these uh, like these floats that would go around, and they would shoot up fire into the sky. But the really cool thing about the show was that you could participate in it, and you can dance with the floats. You could leave your seating area, and you could dance with the floats, and like like a, like a summer obon dance, right? And have it like that. Have Mickey playing the taiko drums in the center of the hub, have people dancing with the floats. You could do it daytime and nighttime, which the park sorely needs, you know. And it's not, like, super complicated. It's not, like, a super complicated stage show, but it's so fun. Like, people loved Blazing Rhythms. It was insane. Like, if you talk to people, like, about Blazing Blazing Rhythms today, they'll still freak out about it because it was amazing, you know. And it's, like, a throwback to that. You change it to kind of, like, fit the Matsuri theme, I think it could be really, really popular. That's a really good idea. I like that a lot, actually. Right? Ooh. Again, if someone from LC is listening, take note. We have we have a lot of good ideas. Take note. We are <laughs> sick of this show. It's awful. Please don't repeat it again. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's awful. It's, it's just the the original idea for the show was so good that it makes this version of it look terrible. I'm sorry. And the fact that they use the music from the original show is like adding insult to injury. <laughs> it's like that stupid Christmas show that they do now, the drive-by, where they use the music from the good show. Like, because it's like, remember this good show that we don't have anymore? Here's a drive-by version. It's like that. <laughs> and we're, we're, it's just, we're so over it. <laughs> so please give us something good. <laughs> uh, but for those that have never seen the show it's fun it's it's a fun show you will enjoy it but if um just as patricia said if you've seen the other ones many times over you're you know you're gonna be a little eh, whatever about it but it's still fun um so we can kind of this kind of bleeds into our um park tip uh that goes with goes with the show um so uh, as I already explained, like with with the show, um, you will get wet in most of the areas that you're standing in. So if you're like right in the middle, you're you're gonna get soaked. Um, if you're standing like along like along the parade route in the hub area, you're gonna get some some spritzing. It's gonna happen. Um, but let's say you want to get some good photos of the characters, but you don't want to necessarily worry about getting wet. Um, a good place to go for this is on the bridge area, um, the one that the the bridge that leads from the hub area into 
Western land. Um, like uh, this is probably the, the the best place to do it. So what happens is once all the barges go into the hub area and starts like rotating around in there, um, uh, cast members will allow you to go like stand on the bridge to watch the to watch the show. And so what happens is when the barges are um, like going through the hub area and rotating, um, you can actually see the characters perfectly on on the barges because they're so high up and if you have like a, a you know a decent camera you, like, you can zoom in and get like crystal clear photos of the characters and the best thing is you're not going to get wet because they they uh, don't spray water into this area which i think is actually good uh but the only downside to that is um you're not going to really see the main part of the show in front of the castle that's all going to be obstructed by trees and stuff so that's the only downside so if you just want to get photos then that's probably one of the better places to do it without worrying about the water really i would recommend one more place um if you want to see the main stage show and also not get wet and also get pictures of the floats going by if you watch from partners you're pretty far from the stage but you have a fantastic overall view so um you might have to get there a little earlier i mean like the show like people aren't that into it they're not even doing lottery anymore so i don't think there's that like much competition to get that area so maybe get there like a little bit before um but you stand there you get a good overall view and since the floats will drive around the hub you'll also get close-ups of the floats and characters and you can even get the castle in the background which is kind of nice Ooh, that's a good tip that's one more place but the bridge is also fantastic because you get so close mm-hmm. you know yeah, that was recommended by um, one of my photographer friends. She said, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to stand here. Yeah. And then once the floats go by, we're going to rush in um, as the cast members, like, you know, get ready to open it up for the floats to go by. The floats go by, then you kind of follow it in. And then you'll be, like, right up against the rope. Yeah. And, like, perfect view because there's nothing obstructing your view at all. It is. It's really popular with, like, the mania people. But I think it's also kind of difficult for, like normal people because they don't know how to, yeah, how to kinda, do it you know what i mean because there's kind of yeah, a way that you have to do it to get that area yeah it's a, it's a little hard to explain exactly without showing so if you're like if you kind of just watch the bridge area like if you want to see how it works like maybe watch it for the first show to see how people do it mm-hmm. and just like watch uh, watch the bridge area and just watch the people with the big cameras watch those people because they know what they're doing Exactly, and but it's so Just watch them and see what they do. And I feel like it's so easy to kind of like upset the people with the big cameras if you don't know what you're doing. So you might get eh. some glares, I feel, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that too much. <laughs> but yeah, just like watch them just to kind of see how what what they do and then you can kind of follow their lead and you'll be you'll be good to go. All right, so uh, listener question. Trish, do you want to take this one? Let's do it. Okay. okay. This is from Lay, and Lay says, Hi, guys. I've been listening to your show for the past year and love all the park info. I will be in Tokyo in a few weeks on a business trip, but will sneak away to spend some time in the parks. My daughters are begging me for Stella Lou bunnies. On your most recent episode, you mentioned I can only buy three Stella Lou dolls, But I have four daughters, and they will literally rip that bunny in half if I make them share. I will have a three-day ticket, but will be in Disneyland the first day. 
can I buy three bunnies on the second day and a fourth bunny on the next day? Do you think I will have a difficult time getting the Stella Luz on weekdays? TDR Navi has the parks in the 50s during my stay. I probably can't make it to the park until the afternoon and really don't want to stand in line for two hours. But I will if I have to, because that's what mommies do, right? Uh, LOL. <laughs> keep, in, keep up the good work and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. Okay, Lay. Don't worry about it. You got this because um, Stella Lou was released a while ago. Um, we don't think there's a limit on it anymore. Um, but if there was a limit, they're not doing like the thing where you line up to get in the store and you get the time ticket and what that's that's done. That's only like the first day or maybe a, re a weekend right after the first day release. So. All you have to do, get there at noon, walk into the store. If by some chance there's like a limit on the Stella Luz, buy three, get another one, walk to another register and buy it at the other register. Super easy, no issue. But let's say, let's say it was a brand new release and the character was just released. Here's what you could do. Um, you could... So if you're getting there at noon, it would be it would be it would be difficult. But you could do like what you said, go there one day and then go there the next day. Um, if you could get there from morning time, we would recommend that you go to Aunt Peg's, walk straight into the store. There would probably be no line if you get there right at morning. Um, buy your merchandise, get in another line for a couple of minutes. It's not going to take a long time. Get your time ticket and then come back to the store at your leisure. Fight the crazy people in the crowds and get the last bunny. But um, it's not as bad as it seems. And they made things a lot easier um, than it used to be. So th those lines that you used to see, like that eight-hour um, line for <laughs> Shelly Mae, that's never going to happen again. I think they're never going to let that happen again because it was such a nightmare. Um, so don't worry. They have a system set in place. And it's much, much easier now. And if you go today, like if you went this week, even though school's just let out during a weekday, especially like you like you mentioned, um, you would have no problems buying it. It's not impossible, which is good, even even when they have like these these limits on on, on the merchandise and things like that. Yeah, there's a way to do it. So don't worry. And you're, and you're good. If you go this week, you're fine. All right, Leigh. So thank you so much for the question. And I hope that you got your four Stella Lou's. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of Stella Lou's. Um, actually, if you're, um, if you're listening, how would you send us a picture of all, of all four Stella Lou's? I kind of want to see them. That's just what I was about to ask for. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, send us the photo. Send us the photo. We want to see it. Yeah. It'd be really cute. <laughs> all right. Um, if anyone else would like to send us any questions, uh, you can send it to us, contact at tdrexplore.com. Or, or even if you have any suggestions for the show, you can also send those as well. We love hearing from you all, so make sure you send us those questions. All right, so that's the end of the show. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Give us those five stars. Um... And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone who's planning their trips or trip to the Disney parks in Asia, you can send them our way. We will be more than happy to help them out. You can find us on our website, tdrexplore.com. 
also on Twitter and Instagram at TDR Explorer and on Facebook, facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one contemplating possibly taking out a loan so I can buy everything for summer <laughs> from Tokyo Disneyland because it's just too, too cute for words. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, which is Explorer Nelge. That is Explorer N I L G H E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm going to go see the pirate show again. <laughs>、um, you guys keep exploring. Have a safe and fun summer.、Um, be careful out there in the heat and keep hydrated.、Uh, see you later. Bye. Till next time, explorers. <laughs>